Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Zakari. This is the Rob Zakari Show, and we are live. Yes, we are live, as always, and it is Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. I had to think about that for a minute. The days are starting to bleed into each other. Now, yesterday's uh, Periscope um, experiment uh, went well, and we're going to do it again. So uh, if you guys uh, have Periscope, if you guys have uh, Twitter, if you guys have anything that will get you online, go to it. Because I'm going to push the button. All right, so bear with us here. Push the button. All right, so we do that. Click that button. Here we go. We're going to push the button. Oh, man, there we are. All right. Uh, Yeah, I guess. It's getting, we're we're getting there. I I think we could turn it just a smidgen, right? That's what I hate about this whole periscope thing. They they got to master the the whole turn. Uh, so you got it now. You got to go like this. All right, you got to go like that. Yeah, turn it. Boom. How's that? Uh, uh, it, is, it is what it is. Good afternoon, guys. Well, we're going to have to live with it. We're going to have to just live with it. We're still trying to uh, master this whole... Um, that's the only thing that sucks about the whole Periscope thing. Because it's not a pre-roll type of thing. So you can't control it until you actually start broadcasting. It's not like uh, uh, it's not like you can uh, actually uh, set it up. Like when you have the iPhone and you or whatever phone you have, and you push the button, and you could actually set your shot up. So if you're out at the Grand Canyon and you want to. uh, uh, take a picture of your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever, uh, and you want to set the damn thing up. You can't do it with Periscope. Kind of pisses me off. It does. It pisses me off. So I'm gonna now position this again. Hold on. Oh, see, we got tripods and stuff. So yeah, it's still. Uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, at least you, you get you get the little picture in the back. All right, so uh, big news. What's what's going on? Big news. Uh, Trump's going to Mexico. We got a bunch of stuff we got to cover today. We're going to get moving on it. So you got Trump going to Mexico. You know, one of my people said, why is Trump going to Mexico? It's obvious he's going to get shot. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if he goes to Mexico and, and he vanishes? I mean, it's it's not like Mexico's a safe place, you know. It's not. It's not like Mexico. It, it's not like uh, you know. Uh, it's not like it's Mexico. All right. It, 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 there, there's 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 pockets. All right. There's there's pockets that are safe. It, it's it's the opposite in other in other countries. It's pockets. That are unsafe in Mexico. It's pockets that are safe. The rest of the country is horrible. 
horrible. Yes, Juarez. Juarez is is beyond horrible. I have a little experience, not necessarily in Juarez, but close to Juarez. Uh, I, I have some experience in El Paso, okay? I have some experience in El Paso. And the border there uh, is Juarez. And I knew some people that would tell me that they would cut people's hands off and they would just put them in the street. And I'm like, you're, you're joking, right? You're joking with me. And they're like, no, the hands and the, and the head and they put them in the street. I said, holy moly. That's, that's a little, it's a little rough and no one does anything about it. That's the thing. Mexico's almost like Brazil. It's almost, it's almost, might be worse. It might be worse. It might be worse. But anyways, so Trump's going to Mexico. Then he's got a big immigration uh, speech tonight. Uh, You got Hillary, who just uh, laid out a a speech. I think, was it to the American Legion Hall? I, I think. I caught it when we were getting ready to go on, and I I was listening to her a little. You could tell the left is freaking out. Listen, all joking aside with Trump getting killed when he goes to Mexico, can you imagine they kidnap him? They just they kidnap him. <laughs> they, <laughs> they kidnap him. They put the bag over his head. Did you ever see the movie Traffic? So they put the bag over his head and they drive him out somewhere to the uh, somewhere to the desert and they just <laughs> give him a beating. <laughs> okay, uh, you could tell the left. Set that aside. You could tell the left is, is freaking out because they are dooming the trip before the trip has even happened. They're dooming the trip before it has even happened. Oh, this is this is this is bad. I mean, that Jorge Ramos. If you go on Twitter, that Jorge Ramos is losing his mind. I mean, he's losing his mind. Vicente Fox, the expert, he's losing his mind. Even though he had said, "Oh, Trump, come down to Mexico. Come, come and visit Mexico." So, okay, I'm going to come to Mexico. The president of uh, of Mexico, this uh, Enrique Piña. Now it is Piña Nito. He said, oh, I want Trump. I want Hillary. Come down. Come on. Check it out. Trump's like, yeah, okay, I'll go. I'm going to go down for a taco bowl. I'll get a little authentic taco bowl. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'm down. What the hell? Let's go. Who doesn't want to take a trip to Mexico? Huh? Who doesn't want to take a trip out here in California? That's like a that's like a weekend trip. Come on, we'll go to TJ. Oh, my own. Going to TJ, smuggle back some Xanax. <laughs> smuggle back Xanax. So who doesn't want to go? So now everybody's freaking. Everybody's freaking. They're all freaking out. The 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 New York Times, Washington. Post, CNN, <laughs> MSNBC. Oh, they're losing their minds. Absolutely losing their minds. Every ex-Mexican uh, <laughs> president, they're losing their mind. Why is he coming here? Why is he coming here? He shouldn't be coming here. We hate him. He's horrible. What's going on? So... You you know when the left gets rattled. You know when the left gets rattled. When they start freaking out about this stuff. They did it with the whole uh, uh, black outreach. They did it with that. They, 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 you know they're freaking out. What's going on? What what is you you can't what you can't. You, those are our blacks. The black, they're ours. You can't, you can't talk to them. You, 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 you can't reinforce what, what we've been saying. You can't, what do you do? You can tell. Polls are tightening. 
So I love when people go, oh, look at the polls. Listen, you know the polls. Listen, I'm not going to be a total uh, right-wing, uh, you know, conspiracy guy. I'm not going to be an Alex Jones chemtrails and say, oh, the polls, they're, they're, they're all wrong. They're, they're... The polls are wrong, but they're not completely flipped, meaning I do believe that Hillary has a lead. And that's because if you look at the electorate, uh, there are more Democrats than there are Republicans. So I do believe she does have a lead. But she doesn't have a 10-point lead. She doesn't have a 13-point lead. She doesn't have an 8-point lead. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Remember during the primaries, you know, a lot of people seem to have this very short uh, memory. During the primaries, and, and I remember, I think it was South Carolina. It, it was on the eve of South Carolina when the polls showed all of a sudden, so all of a sudden, Ted Cruz, it was an NBC Wall Street Journal poll. All of a sudden, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz nationally beating Trump by two. Just out of the blue. The polls never had uh, Cruz up. And then out of the blue, Cruz is up nationally. I think it was South Carolina. It was one of the big primaries. So the night before, I know Ted Cruz, (laughs) it was the night before, and that was, the narrative of the day. That was the story of the day. And it broke at around 6 o'clock, 5 or 6 o'clock East Coast. And man, Ted Cruz, what's this mean? It's the sign. It's the sign. Uh, these things that Trump said, it hurt him, it hurt him, it hurt him, it hurt him. And then the next day, Trump hammers Cruz. Hammers him. I remember when a poll came out that had Jeb Bush leading in New Hampshire. It was some college poll that nobody ever heard of before, but man, the media, Jeb Bush is making strides. He's making strides. He's moving. He's moving. So listen, these polls, and we talked about it months and months and months ago. It's, it's, it's fill time. That's all. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's fill time. That's why it's the networks that have the polls, the newspaper that has the polls. And you can skew these polls. You could get an older uh, demographic. You could get a more conservative demographic. You could get a more liberal demographic. And when you hear people go, I don't believe this this, uh, new voter thing. I don't believe this non-polled voter thing. That's a myth. No, it's not. It really isn't. Let me tell you, I'm 43. I've been voting since I was 18. I've never, ever, I've never done a poll. I've never been involved in a poll. My girlfriend, she's only 27. Uh, I know she hasn't had a lot of voting, but she's never been in a poll. My parents, they're old as dirt. They've, well, my dad's old as dirt. My mom's not. They've never been in a poll. My brother's never been in a poll. So you got a handful of people right there that have never been involved in getting polled. There's got to be more people than that. There, there's got to be more I mean, a million maybe? A million and a half? So you can always tell... You can always tell when internal polling is showing something and something that a Republican, uh, in this case Trump, is doing that's working or could be working. Remember, two weeks ago, what, I think we're we're going on the third week now. After uh, this weekend, it will be three weeks. When Trump got Conway, and he got Bannon, 
when they said, okay, here's what we're going to do. It's uh, teleprompter. It's stay on message. It's hammer Hillary on all of these things. Don't step on your junk. Don't be a dummy and step on your junk. If people are going after Hillary, don't let them change that to go after you. Because remember, the media is already in the tank. Not just Hillary, but they're in the tank for Democrats. Remember, the media is controlled by liberals. Extreme left, okay? Extreme left. But if you don't give them a reason to get away from scandals or talking about the left, they're forced to talk about the left. They're forced. Absolutely forced. So Trump stays on message, doesn't step on his junk, doesn't step on his junk at all. That's what I call it, not stepping on your junk. So he doesn't step on his junk. And remember, the left starts freaking. At first, they don't start freaking. At first, they're all right because they figure, eh, he'll step on his junk. But he doesn't step on his junk. And we get uh, a week, right? We get, we get a week. What the hell happened? We, we, we lost everybody. <laughs> Hold on. We lost everybody. We lost everybody. What happened? We lost everybody. We lost everybody. We lost everybody. Jesus. You know, I'm going to tell you, there's the other flaw. There's the other flaw in this effing periscope thing. Let me tell you the other flaw in this effing periscope thing. I'm going to tell you. I know. I know. It's untied. Ugh. Let me t- t- I'm going to tell you the other flaw in this Periscope thing. If you get a text or you get a call, it shuts it off. It shuts it. What the F kind of technology is that? So if you get a call, the feed gets killed. That's horse crap. So you, you could, do you guys, do you want me to retitle it? Do you really want me to retitle it? Okay, I'll retitle it. Wow, what a pain in the ass this is. iPad. I know, but here's the only thing with the iPad. Let me explain to you guys. Here's the only thing with the iPad. I don't have a tripod. Because we actually have a... I I got somewhat of a a rig to do the uh, periscope thing. So I don't have a... uh, Okay, okay, okay. You guys are killing me. We're going iPad tomorrow. We're going iPad tomorrow. All right, I'm back. Anyways, uh, where were we? Man, that's a pisser. That's a pisser. Um, so, okay, after the first week, everybody was fine. Okay? Everybody was fine. Uh, Trump was... Uh, doing his thing on on Propter, on on Point, but nobody was freaking. They were freaking, but they weren't freaking freaking because everybody figured, well, he's done the reboot, um, you know, a hundred times. We kept hearing that two hundred times, three hundred times. He'll step on his junk. So we get through a second week, and what do we hear? Steve Bannon, 20 years ago, had an altercation with his then-wife, who is now his ex-wife. Like, what? <laughs> what, did, what happened? Steve Bannon, and I told you all, this will be the lead on and Don Lemon's show. And sure enough, it was. And you say, well, why, why all of a sudden is this? 
because Trump was staying on message. So we get done with that, and here we are in this third week. And what's happening? Trump's got a huge immigration uh, speech tonight, and he's going to Mexico now. He still hasn't stepped on his junk, still hasn't done anything to get off message. You got more and more uh, emails that are coming out. Nobody's talking about that. But they just discovered, and we'll we'll get that in in a little bit. They just discovered... There was a bunch, I mean, I think 30, between 30 and 40 emails involving Benghazi that Hillary never turned over. That just came out. So people are freaking. Now, let me give you what I think is going to happen tonight. Here's what I think. I could be wrong. Let's see if my... Uh, prediction is spot on. We'll see. At the end of the day, the end of the day, the concept to throw every illegal out of the country all at once and an illegal who hasn't broken a crime, and all they're doing is selling oranges down on Sherman Way. That concept is something that even the most, well, I shouldn't say the most hardened of hardened, but for the most part, even somebody who believes that we need to have a strong border and believes that uh, you should wait in line uh, to come to America and go through the right process. Even those people believe uh, that maybe that's a little too harsh. Maybe that's a little too harsh. Remember, at the end of the day, politics is a business, and it's a game. That's what it is. Ever let anybody tell you different. Don't let anybody give you that BS line. Okay? Don't let anybody give you this BS line that people get into politics to make the country and the world a better place. And all of these things that they want to do are to make the place, make the country, make the this and that for their grandchildren's grandchildren's, their grandchildren's children's grandchildren. It's a game and it's business. Politics are. That's it. And we've talked about this before. The disgruntled right who despise Trump, the never-Trumpers. I call them the disgruntled right. They despise Trump not because of principles, not because he's not a true conservative. It's because he's brand new to the game, and he beat all of them. That's why. He hasn't been doing this for 30 years. This was supposed to be Jeb Bush. This is supposed to be Ted Cruz. This is supposed to be Marco Rubio. They were the shoe-ins. They were the shoe-ins. Matter of fact, it was actually supposed to be two of the three, meaning it was supposed to be Jeb Bush with Marco Rubio as the VP. Or it was supposed to be Ted Cruz as Marco Rubio as the VP. But it's supposed to... Or Marco Rubio and then Ted Cruz or whoever. It was supposed to be them three. It was supposed to be them three. And Trump comes along and Fs everything up for everybody. That's why they're mad. It has nothing to do with principles. 
has nothing to do with being a strict constitutionalist, as Mark Levin would say. Strict constitutionalist has nothing to do with that. Has everything to do with Trump is a legitimate outsider. When you hear people go, he's not an outsider. He donated money. He do-. Stop. An outsider. Somebody that is not a politician. Somebody that hasn't been in the Senate for 40 years. Somebody that hasn't been part of the system as a state legislature, uh, as a congressman, as a senator, as a governor for 30 years, 40 years. Somebody that hasn't been part of that system. Giving money, that, that's not being part of the system. That's not part of the system. That's just doing what you got to do. Oh, I build in New York. I got to give money to Chuck Schumer. I got to give money to Hillary Clinton. I got to be friends with this person. I got to be friends with that person. I build in Florida. I got to give money to this person. I want to try to get a casino here. I'm going to give money to Jeb Bush's super PAC. Hopefully he'll legalize gambling. I'm in Las Vegas. I got to give money to Harry Reid. I got to give money to whoever, me, Adelson, Steve Wynn, Phil Ruffin. We all got property here. We run this town. Got to pay the piper. That's not being part of the establishment. That's doing business. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. So that's the problem. That's why they're all upset. So here's what I think is going to happen. Ultimately, deporting every single illegal is something uh, that is not 100% popular. It's not 100% popular. Because when you say, okay, we're going to deport the criminals, we're going to deport the people who just got here, we're, people will go with that. Like I said, even uh, liberals, I mean, not bleeding harders, uh, not your, your extreme left, but, eh, you know, a, 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 a liberal moderate, They'll say, yeah, the criminals should go. Yeah, somebody who just popped in here, yeah, they should go. But what do you do with the person that's been here for 25 years? What do you do with that person? They've never broken the law. They're selling oranges Sherman way. Or they got them carts and, and they sell the, the coconut. See, if you're not from California... You have no idea what I'm talking about. If you're not from California, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Oranges on out here in California, they'll sell oranges on Sherman Way. They'll sell uh, like this 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 nasty milk, like from a coconut or something that's in a drink. It's just nasty. Those people, they'll say, yes, overstayed visas gone. Overstayed visas, new, those are the people that even liberals are going, okay, but what do you do? What do you do with the 20-year? What do you do with the 15-year? What do you do with, with the mom selling oranges who had the anchor baby, and the anchor baby's now 19 years old? The anchor baby, uh, do you keep them? Do you send them? What do you do? So that's the big question. Now, yes, the hardcore, 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 the law is the law, will say they got to go. They got to go. Get rid of them. Got to go. We all know, and I'm probably one of the only people uh, that are on the radio that, you know, say it the way it is. We all know that at the end of the day, You've got to win the election. You've got to get in power to do anything. Yeah, you, you, you got to get in power. We can have, listen, we can have, we can have a strong stance. But if you don't get into office, guess what? It's all moot. 
We could sit here and scream from the rooftops. We could do the whole thing. But if you're not in office, if you're not in power, if you're not able to get in power and then say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We have 8,000 border agents. We're boosting that up uh, to 25,000 border agents. Okay, we don't have E-Verify. Now we're going to have E-Verify. And every company is going to have to follow E-Verify or they get fined. 5,000 first offense, 10,000 second offense. Overstayed visas? Uh, Well, I I mean, as stupid as uh, Chris Christie sounded, he wasn't completely off. When he said, hey, we track FedEx packages, he could have said it a little, um, I guess, better. (laughs) That's the only... That's, that's the only word I could, I could find to describe what Christie said. But, yeah, if we could track an effing package, okay, if, if we could track a package or get a package to some bum-ass town in, in the swamps of Louisiana, and if the package doesn't get there, we know exactly who has it, where it's at. We could do that. We could track people who come here on a visa. They overstay the visa. And we find them. Like, we get them out. We can do that. I mean, we really can. It's not that hard. You just have to have the will. Do have laws on the books. We just don't follow them. This administration doesn't follow them. Sanctuary cities are not, I mean, really? I mean, just eliminating sanctuary cities. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. If we just followed the law, you would solve a lot of these problems. Sanctuary cities, uh, you, you would solve... I, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of illegals. Hundreds of thousands. I don't know the exact number, but it would be impactual. Overstayed visas, that would be impactual. E-verify, that would be impactual. Remember, if you can't get a job, I mean, is is is... Much as that sounds like the Mitt Romney self-deportation, I'm sorry, but again, remember, when you hear people on the right, the disgruntled ones go, oh, if Trump is softening, it's no different than Jeb Bush. And it's no Listen, Trump didn't win because of immigration. He didn't win because of immigration. He won because he's Trump. Remember, politics is more about personality than it is about policy. And if somebody tells you that, they're stupid, they're misinformed, they're a plethora, a plethora of insults I could throw. But if somebody goes, it's not about personality, it's not about the person, it's about policy. No. No, it's the personality. It's the person. It's that connection. It's that connection, okay? It's that connection. Obama's policy, Hillary's policy, Joe Biden's policy, all those people that were on the stage in 08, they all had the same policy. They they really did. They all had the same policy, but Obama's personality, Obama, was the thing that had people go, yes, yes. First black president, yeah, look at him, yeah, rah, look at him, yeah, oh, yeah. So that's what it's about. It's all it's about. Don't let the disgruntled right tell you different. So we already have policies on the books that if we enforce you would solve probably half the problem. And yes, 
self-deportation is real because if you can't get a job, you're not going to come to the United States of America. I mean, you're really not. If you know that if you go to the United States and the only way to get a job is really being illegal, meaning uh, there's a law in place, E-Verify, and companies that don't uh, do E-Verify are breaking the law, so now they're breaking the law and you're breaking the law, and now it's like just an underground operation, you're not coming here. You're, you're just not. If there's no sanctuary cities, you're not coming here. And if all of this gets in place, you're not staying here. If you're working in a warehouse in Los Angeles, or you're working in a warehouse in Arizona or Nevada, and your boss comes in and goes, hey, Pepe, I'm going to have to let you go. Why? Well, they got this new law in place. It's called E-Verify. Oh, I know. Well, guess what? If I get caught employing you, they're going to fine me five grand. And me paying you uh, the horrible wage that I'm paying you because you're an illegal is not, it's just the money I save is not worth the five grand that I'm going to have to pay if I get caught. Now, I don't know if they're going to be coming around uh, every month checking, but I don't want to take a chance. Well, once they say that and Pepe gets fired, well, guess what? Pepe's going to say, well, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? I might as well head back to Mexico. Now, not all of them will leave, but there'll be some. So, here's what I think is going to happen. Okay? Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Trump is going to soften on some of his positions, not the wall, not necessarily a deportation force, because we already have a deportation force. It's called ICE. They just have to be funded properly and told, go ahead, do your job. Go ahead, just do your job. So I think those are going to stay, but question is going to be, what do you do with the 11 million or 5 million or 2 million or however many illegals that are here that have been here for a certain amount of time that have broken no laws, some that have kids uh, that have... uh, Uh, Been in this country since birth, anchor babies. I think that's going to be the big question. That's going to be the big softening. And I think this meeting is going to give cover to that softening. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to be worded. But last week, When people were saying, hey, are you softening your position? And Trump said, listen, I've been talking to a lot of people. I've been listening to people. I've had these meetings with, uh, you know, uh, leaders in the Mexican community and so forth and so on. And, you know, we we have to do something. There there has to be uh, some compassion at a certain level. So he already laid the groundwork. So I think the trip to Mexico will be me and the president talked. We came up with some ideas. He threw some ideas at me. I threw some ideas at him. 
And ultimately, here's my immigration policy. I think X will stay, B will stay, Z will stay, F will stay. But I think the softening is going to be on the illegals that are here that have committed no crime. And I think one of the main components of staying will be how long have you been here? I think that will be part of the policy. I think the concept of no voting rights, maybe a 10-year or 15-year, because let's face it, ultimately, the only reason Democrats care about this issue, the only reason Democrats care about this issue is to A, have voters, and B, have a whole other group of people that rely on them, give them stuff. Making them dependent on them. That's it. So if you take out some of those elements, Democrats will drop them like a bad habit. And if there's no voting rights, so if you say, all right, uh, you two million illegals, you're going to be allowed to stay because you haven't broken the law, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. To me, the back tax thing is moot. I mean, it's moot. Why, why, why are they going to come out of the shadows, as it says, and pay back taxes? It's, it's just not going to happen. That's just silly. If they were really worried about taxes and doing that whole out-of-the-shadows thing, they would have came here legally. They would have gone through the process legally. They would have done the right thing. So that's, as far as I'm concerned, moot. But if you say to them, okay... You've been here for a certain amount of time. You, you've, you've beaten the system for a certain amount of time. It's almost like the, the statute of limitations. It's almost like the statute of limitations. It's like, okay, you haven't been charged with this crime. You did this crime. All right, it's been 15 years, 10 years. Uh, you won. You won. You beat us. You won. But, but, so... I think the but will be no voting rights. No voting rights. So you beat the system, cool. Here's what you're going to do. X, Y, and Z, but you can't vote. You can't vote. End of story. No voting. No voting. You're not a citizen. And you can't vote. So I think in these regards, these will be some of the moderations on this immigration plan. I think uh, using the president of Mexico as somewhat of a cover. Oh, I talk with the president. No different than I talk with these leaders here in the United States. And, you know, they, 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 they told me some things, and I, yeah, okay, I understand that, and now oh, I see their point. And this will be another one of those, I see the point. I understand. That's what a leader does. The leader goes, ah, okay. I understand your point of view. I understand your point of view. I have a point of view. You know what? Let's somewhat compromise. I won't compromise X, Y, Z, but I'm willing to compromise uh, D, E, and F. Are you willing to give? Are you willing to give? Okay, boom. I think that's what's going to happen tonight. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Trust me, I've been wrong before. I've been wrong before. Unfortunately, I've been wrong a lot. But that's what I think is going to happen. 
That's what I think is going to happen. Thank you. My my friends uh, said uh, they know I've been wrong a lot. Not that much, a-holes. So that's my two cents. That's my two cents at the end of the day. And truthfully, I don't think it makes a difference to Trump supporters one way or another. I don't think it makes a difference one way or another. I hear people say, well, the, the, the hardest of the hardcore, they're going to be upset. You know what? Maybe there's a little, uh, but not enough to say, oh, I'm done with you. F you. No. Because like I said before, elections are not about policy. They're about the person. They're about a connection to that person. Nobody's ever been elected president because 67 million people went, you know, I really like his policy position on building our military. Yeah, that's, I, wow, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, I really like their position, school programs. For little kids, yeah. No. No, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't happen. It's about the person. It's always been about the person. It's always been about the person. And it's not just the United States. That's how we are as humans. It's how we are as humans. Have you ever just looked at someone and said, wow, I don't like that person. Just the way they look, I don't like. What do you mean? You have never met them. I know, but I know once I meet them, I'm not going to like them. I know once I meet them, I'm not going to like them. That's being a human. So those are my two cents about the Trump speech. The left is freaking out. The left is freaking out. Oh, it's a photo op. It's nothing more than a photo op. This is this is all going to backfire. But remember, it makes Trump look presidential. Presidential. You had the hurricane. He was there before Obama. And Hillary didn't even go. He's there passing out toys. He's doing the whole thing. People are like, yay, yay. And what I love uh, when the left and they go, well, did you notice he didn't go to any black community? He didn't go to a black community down there in Louisiana. (laughs) He didn't go to a black. Well, when Obama went, not for nothing, but the photo ops he did, we're with black people. I didn't hear too many people go, where are all the white people? Why is he not hugging and kissing white people? Come on, man. The left uses race more than just, they're just off the chains, man. Off the, just, they're, they're off the rails with race. Off the rails. So I think as it pertains to Louisiana, Trump looked more presidential than Hillary, and I think this is going to make him look presidential. And that's why the left is freaking. That's why the left is freaking. I mean, if you go to CNN, you go to MSNBC, you go to New York Times, you go to the Washington Post, you go to Vox, you go to Daily Beast, you go to all these places right now. They all have uh, activists. That's what I call them. This 
uh, you know, uh, uh, Latin guy from this activist community. Oh, what Trump is doing for him to go down uh, to that's an insult after calling Mexicans rapists and uh, and criminal. Well, that's not what he said. It's not what he said. And nobody ever corrects any of the people. You know, never see Brooke Baldwin or the other dummy over there. What's the other one? I can't remember the other one, but the other dummy on uh, CNN. Well, I mean, they're all dummy, but the other uh, Brooke Baldwin and uh, Keeler, that dummy, the two dummies, the dummy twins, that's what I call them. So they wouldn't be doing this. They wouldn't be freaking about this meeting if they didn't think it was going to be impactful. Vicente Fox. Vicente Fox would not be screaming and yelling. Jorge Ramos would not be screaming and yelling. Remember, Jorge Ramos' daughter works for Hillary Clinton. How anybody could take Jorge Ramos serious is beyond me. Seriously, how anybody could take him ser- and 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 how any how any of the well, it's the left. So, <laughs> what, what do you expect? So Trump's going to look presidential. And I'm telling you, mark my words, it's going to give him cover for tonight's immigration speech. We'll know tomorrow. You guys come back here tomorrow. Come back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. And we'll discuss if I was right or if I was wrong. But that's my two cents. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.